Football fans, fans of football, balls of the fans of the foots of the balls. I am sure we all loved an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, by the way. Did you know that? Did you know that? You'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and the farther you can run with the legs. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Even in the middle of the night. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Little programming note here. I shoot the prediction episodes every week on Thursday. So I shot this episode before we learned about the news about Demarius Thomas. So that's not in this episode, and I just felt like I wanted to address that up, up top because going through the whole episode and not referencing or, or making mention of it would be weird. So I took the time today to talk about Demarius Thomas on That's Good Sports, and I uh, just wanted to give you a heads up as to why that uh, wasn't in here today. Oh. Oh. <coughs> Welcome to That's Good Broncos, the preview episode. I'm Brandon Perna, and today I am answering a very important question. How do the Broncos avoid an upset against the Lions? How does Pat Shermer or Tom McMahon still have a job? How does Javante Williams break 10 tackles every time he touches the ball and the Broncos still find ways to lose? Why does Teddy Short of the Sticks complete all of his passes on third down, but none of them ever convert? Same way the Lions beat the Vikings on a game-ending touchdown. Chaos. Broncos vs. Lions, let's take a look. Let's get Broncos. Hey, subscribe to this YouTube channel, but only if you like watching the Broncos lose in miserable ways and then having some asshole in a beanie tell you how they lost in all of those miserable ways. Today, ep- yeah, today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use code DNVR when you sign up, and new customers who bet $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook also has same-game parlays. It's a great way to get skin in the game. Combine multiple bets from the same game for bigger payouts. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings safe. It is secure. It's reliable so you can withdraw and deposit your money whenever you want. Again, DraftKings code DNVR when you sign up. How do the Broncos avoid an upset against the Lions? That's a pretty broad question. And it turns out against a team that's currently one 10 and 1, 
There are probably a lot of ways to avoid getting beat at home. Not getting stuffed on fourth down after driving 90 yards. Not throwing the ball directly to the worst player on the opponent's defense. Not blasting your own teammate before he can catch a punt. And wait for a bunch of the Lions players to get the flu, which happened this week. The flu got quarterback Jared Goff, tackle Pene Sewell, defensive lineman Michael Brockers, guard Jonah Jackson, ta defensive tackle John Penasini, and defensive end Nick Williams. That's right, beating Goff, Pene S, and John Penasini are all sick. I'm pretty sure Lions team doctors mistakenly diagnosed those phallic named fellas with the flu. No way that's anything other than an STD spreading through Detroit's locker room right now. Again, there's a lot of ways to be successful against bad teams though, okay? But the Lions aren't your typical one-win team. The numbers would suggest they're a little bit better. Through 12 games, the Lions have a point differential of a negative 113, which is bad, but should normally have them in the ballpark of three and nine rather than 110 and one. The problem is the Lions lost by eight points, two points, two points, tied three points and two points all before finally winning by two points a week ago against the Kirk Cousin led Vikings. A win so refreshing that it produced the greatest Detroit rapper since Eminem in GMAC Cash. I just want a game. Yeah, Feel like the champs is about to go to fuck down. Jared Goff had three fucking touchdowns. Get a whole team bust with them bust down. We just won off a game winning touchdown. And Dan Campbell got the game ball from his team. Hey, but I want to give it, uh, I want to give this game ball to coach. Yeah. And just this week, Teddy Short of the Sticks acknowledged that. When he was with Campbell down in New Orleans, after team meetings, Dan Campbell would have guys ready to punch a man in the face for no reason. My point, I'm not sure how many game balls any of the current Broncos coaching staff have received. Now the Lions, uh, they're not a barren roster. Their quarterback, Jared Goff, still has a winning record in his career, has nearly two has a nearly two to one touchdown to interception ratio. And well, we know how things are going off the field for Jared Goff. They have a first round tight end in TJ Hawkinson, who's out producing his college teammate, Noah Fant, right now. There's also DeAndre Swift, who's put up close to a thousand scrimmage yards in 11 games, but Swift is still injured. So he won't play, TJ Hawkinson's not gonna play, and Jamal Williams won't play, so the Lions don't have their one back, their two back, or their number one tight end. That's a lot of injuries to key guys. So let's go through some of the basic facts with the Lions. First on offense, Dan Campbell is now calling the plays, but their offensive coordinator is Anthony Lynn, who's a former Bronco, and had four games, one and three, worth of experience coaching against Vic Fangio in Denver from his time as the Chargers head coach. Now the Lions are averaging 16.9 points per game and have only broken 20 points twice. That was in week one when they scored 33, mostly garbage points, and last week when they needed all 29 to beat the Vikes. In the passing game, you have to keep tabs on TJ Hawkinson, the Lions' leading receiver. Turns out the Broncos have been pretty good against guarding tight ends. Yeah, believe that. 
believe it. I know we're all stuck in 2018, having visions of George Kittle going for 300 yards, but the Broncos have been effective against that position. Just look at how they did last week against Travis Kelsey. And Detroit loves to use their tight ends. They either have one or two tight ends on the field, 83% of their snaps. And then you've got wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ra 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 is slowly morphing into Goff's go-to guy outside the numbers. But I feel pretty confident in Pat Sertan if we see a rookie-on-rookie matchup on the boundary. I do worry a little bit about old Khalif Raymond seeking revenge on the Broncos, who were smart enough to recognize his talent, but not savvy enough to keep him. Everybody loves Khalif Raymond, has 35 receptions, two TDs, and 412 receiving yards this season. Basically good enough to be the Broncos' third leading receiver right now. Essentially close. Now, I'd like to credit the Lions' offensive line, which has been getting better this season. They lost their center, Frank Ragnow, but rookie, Pene Sewell, has been as good as advertised. And if they had the receiving weapons that Denver had, maybe, just maybe, the Lions would have a potent offense. Assuming, of course, they had an upgraded QB as well. Now, offensively, I think the Broncos need to get the lead early. That doesn't mean taking the ball on the opening kickoff and not going three and out. I expect that to happen. But just getting any lead early on and avoiding situations where the Lions can key in on the pass. The Lions' pass defense is not good. They're averaging a league-most 7.5 net yards per attempt. And when you look at their secondary, it's a lot different than the one the Broncos faced in 2019, the last time these two teams played. There's no Quandre Diggs. There's no Justin Coleman. And we all know, we know too well what Darius Slay is doing. He's still fucking running and not being tackled by Teddy. <laughs> at least in my nightmares, he, he is. Plus, mm-hmm. Plus, their first round pick from 2020 corner, Jeff Okuda, has been on IR all year. All last year, too. I honestly can't name a single player in the Lions secondary. Because they're all married. The Lions defense is decent against the run, allowing 4.2 yards per carry which is average. Again, average is really something to be proud of when you've won one game. So the Broncos might be in an uncomfortable spot being forced to throw. If I was Detroit, I would pack the box and pray to God that Javante Williams doesn't break six or seven tackles every time he touches the ball. If I was Detroit, which thankfully I'm not, I would send pressure up the middle and try to overwhelm Lloyd Cushenberry and Quinn Miners. Miners is an absolute unit in the run game. The belly dozer, which we saw last week. But he still makes rookie mistakes and has had trouble in pass protection. This would be a perfect opportunity for the Broncos to get their wide receivers involved. If you can't do it against the Lions, When the fuck can you? Jerry Judy had four catches for 77 yards uh, last week, most of that coming in garbage time, but he still doesn't have a touchdown this season. And as Andrew Mason pointed out on Twitter, Jerry Judy only has six red zone targets all year long. When you add it up, the Broncos wide receivers only have seven touchdowns as a unit. That's not exactly 2014 Chiefs bad, 
but it's really embarrassing when you spent so much on these guys, like buying your dream home and then not having any money for furniture or a family to share it with. And night after night, you sit alone, naked, on the perfect marble floors and relieve yourself into a jizz sock. That's what the Broncos' passing game is in my eyes. It's absolute malpractice, malpractice that Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton combined for just three receptions and 24 yards last week. Again, Khalif Raymond had 33 receiving yards alone last week. In fact, since they both signed their deals, Sutton and Patrick, uh, those guys have combined for just seven receptions, none of them taking place in the red zone. Instead, when the Broncos get to the red zone, they're targeting players like Eric Saubert. No offense to Eric, he's been a good third tight end. Now either Teddy is scared to throw towards defenses and their top corners who are covering Patrick or Sutton, or Pat Shermer can't get any of these talented guys open in space via scheme. Probably a solid mix of both at this point. At the line of scrimmage, Teddy tries to mitigate risk, and it's time he start playing like a quarterback who will never get another chance to start in the NFL. Find the defense's weakness, Teddy, and fucking rip it apart. RIP IT APART! Ultimately, I think the Broncos will win this game. That's not too much to ask for, is it? Unfortunately, I don't think it'll be a runaway victory, and the Broncos might lose a couple kneecaps in the process, but a win is a win, especially when you're still in the hunt for the playoffs. However dumb I feel saying that out loud. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. If the Lions win, all I ask is that GMAC Cash give us the much-awaited follow-up, the Lions got two wins. Final score, Broncos get a 23-20 victory and improve to seven and six. And we repeat, we repeat having hope for the postseason next week. Before come Sunday, that hope is ripped away from us once again. Thanks for watching, that's good. Broncos, please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you wanna follow me there. And check out our Carson Strong video up on this channel. It's good. Football fans, fans of football, balls of the fans of the foots of the balls. I am sure we all loved an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, by the way. Did you know that? Did you know that? You'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, and the farther you can run with the legs. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Even in the middle of the night. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. 
If they score, you score with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.